0: Welcome back to the With Joe Eby podcast, it's just me Joe today, uh, apologies, um, I'm wrapping up this series on Sim Taleb and his ideas on uh, learning, education and career. Without Luke, we did record a version of this episode but uh, I remember Luke being very mind boggled and his head was hurting after going so deep into Taleb and his ad- ideas from the book Anti-Fragile. Um, and it's certainly uh, very understandable. It's, uh, you know, and that was my first caution, I think, in this. Don't be overwhelmed if you've just listened to these the series we've done from episode 181 to this one, 194. Um, fine to go over it. Like, I spent a month studying this guy's book, to be honest, and there's so much I had to leave out of these podcast episodes and the blog post that corresponds with this on my website. So, yeah, if it's a bit kind of makes your head spin that's completely fine Um, obviously the podcast is freely available the blog is freely available feel free to just go over it a couple of times you still might prefer it to ever actually reading the book because that is a commitment Um, but a great book if you do decide to just it needs to be studied it's not a Sunday afternoon page turner okay but anyway getting into some takeaways I'm thinking about, all right, if we actually applied these ideas, summarizing what we've learned over the last episodes, how would our lives uh, and our world actually be better? Now, the biggest takeaway, and I'm struggling, I struggle to articulate this because it's a bit of a weird concept, but I'll keep referring to it as we go through the podcast because I've been brewing on it for a while. Ken Robinson, who we'll do later on, talks about how the way our education system is structured, it's, it's almost like it's preparing everyone to become like a university academic. If you think about how we're taught, the emphasis on knowledge, a lot of things Taleb um, criticizes. A lot of the people we're going to unpack, that none of them say this, but my interpretation is that rather than, if you're going to pick a mold to cast society in, instead of it being an academic, it should be almost like a investor. And I mean that, mean that in a very broad sense. What the hell does that mean? We think about a lot of the thinkers we unpack, a lot of them are um, career investors. Peter Thiel, Naval Ravikant, Tim Ferriss is coming up, certainly Taleb, different kinds of applications of it, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger. Some of our wisest people are incredibly diverse in their thinking, I think because they're investors, or not so. it's not necessarily causal, but if you think about it, a lot of things we learn from Taleb feed into this idea. Risk-taking is more important than knowledge. This was a big takeaway, right? Knowledge is important, but it's overvalued. And when you're taking risks, you're probably going to learn more because the little bumps and the small failures are the real learnings you get, where, the, where everything you focus on knowledge is just something that can be taught to anyone. But not everything that it can be taught can be learned. Sorry, other way around. Not everything that can be learned can be taught, as Naval says. Um, So, you know, no one knows anything for certain. No one knows anything on a specific level. There isn't necessarily all this knowledge you can master that will help you completely predict and control the universe and understand everything from theories, right? This is a big part of Taleb. Whereas investors, if you think about it, uh, are always needing to understand their own biases and judgment. They need to understand perspective really well and possibilities and angles. Um, But they also... Uh, only have finite resources, right? You can't invest in everything. You spread yourself so thin, just like in life. We can't play every single game. So it's interesting thinking about the resource allocation and weighting that in the right way based on what matters to you, what you're good at. I don't know if this will make sense. I don't want to go too deep into it. But the, I guess the ideas from Taleb that help it make sense to you, like investor, think like an investor, not like an academic in anything you do even if you are an academic. Um, You know, if you go back over the podcast, the concepts of optionality, if you remember the green lumber fallacy, lecturing birds how to fly, they all feed into this idea that there's a lot of, a lot of our learning comes from just being in the game of nature, just participating and trying things and taking risks. That's the actual, that's the real university. Um, So I think that's very interesting. So leading on from that idea, another of the takeaways I had was everyone should be entrepreneurial, but not everyone should be an entrepreneur. That is, you have to eventually, the end result is not making things better. And I mean that in a very broad way. And it's not taking risks and being able to go against the grain. uh, That entrepreneurial spirit of being brave enough to go over that bridge, somewhere you haven't been before. Because it's so required to be ethical but also to be innovative right if you're going to uh i don't know just uh, focus on acquiring knowledge for knowledge sake or become a careerist as warns us about you're actually going to limit the sort of value you can create for people like me and people like me and plenty of other people need the value you can create right don't don't take yourself for granted just because your system has suggested to you that you're average or less than everyone else Anyway, the other thing I think is important takeaway for everyone is you're taught things because they're easy to teach you, not because they're the best things to learn. The Taleb ideas are probably more useful than 99% of the books I've read, to be honest. They kind of supersede it, but they are probably harder to teach, harder to unpack, harder to digest. Um, And it kind of, it definitely supersedes (laughs) a lot of the things that I've previously been taught, right? It makes a lot of those other lessons redundant. And so um, I think this is really you know, important to understand that you're, you are you have to be a very active agent in your own learning because no one's going to make it, uh, no one's going to optimize it for you very well. You have to know what interests you and you have to chase that. And that leads you on a journey and that journeys your learning. Okay. And then I think another big takeaway is that there are a lot of things that can make up for a lack of intelligence. This is good news, right? A lot of us feel like we've lost the lottery, the intelligence lottery. The ideas of Taleb give a very good, very good argument <clears throat> as to why it's not so much a lottery that you've lost, that there are other ways of playing the game, contributing, having a viable income, riches, and all those things. So yeah, think about how the world will be different with more of these ideas. I think we'd have, have less big disasters, but more str- small stresses in society. Because when we hide the small risks, we just accelerate the big risks. That's one of the big patterns from his work. More risk-taking and innovation. And, you know, I don't really need to specify why they're good. Um, but it is pretty clear to see why they're good. They just lead to deeper experience and more um, progressive stuff. And I think less sheep mentality. Because the one thing that's so easy for us to do is to get swept up in what other people think and also what um, everyone around us is thinking. We're so used to just going with that. The Taleb stuff forces us to consider how important it is to hold an idea, um, even if it goes against the grain, right? Because so often the experts you look up to, maybe it's mom and dad, maybe it's your teachers, university lecturers, maybe it's your boss, maybe it's someone famous. Um, Like, for example, for me, say Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, and I think Bill Gates too, have labelled cryptocurrency a scam and a Ponzi scheme. It's like, all right, I cannot allege their knowledge and their experience for what they do, but I believe they're wrong about this, right? Even though they are legends of investing because their game is actually a little bit different. And there are that and, and many more examples around times where you will have to go against people you look up to and their opinions. You can't just take it for granted because it's someone you look up to. Anyway, so that wraps up Taleb. Uh, episodes 181 to 194 and there's a blog post on with joe weeby um the website com, which unpacks it all too and then next up we're talking about peter till paypal co-founder and legendary investor then also alan watts and um after him and then naval ravikant after and uh, Watson will keep going. I'm enjoying this mini series with Luke doing all these mini series on important thinkers. And also, if it helps, I'll leave a link to my newsletter, which just links together all podcast episodes and writing in the in the show notes for this episode, or the YouTube uh, comments as well if you're on YouTube. And that'll basically uh, every week I just do a consolidated summary and the biggest kind of takeaways from the last six or seven episodes. So I'll leave that in the link, grab that. But remember, new episodes every day, new ideas to unpack. Life is short. Let's learn as much as we can. Thank you for being with me on the journey. And remember, as always, that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others.